we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Number let be, and this question came to me, and I started this last week, but I need you to get this. We're going to walk heavy today, let's walk. Um, that the Lord asked me the question, Josh, he says, what is it that we are to let be? Because the text, go back to the sound, it says, let be and be still. So we're focusing solely on those first two words, let be. What is it that we are to let be? Uh, then the Lord directed me, Robin, to uh, look at God and see that he is our purple Thank you, God. He is our perfect example as to how we are to live our life. So he directed me to how God did this. Go now to Romans 4 and 17 in the NIV. I so apologize. I cannot believe I didn't get this to you all in time because there's so much I want to give you all. All right? So see if you can get it from me. Romans 4 and 17 in the NIV. Here is what it says. I, you know what? At some point, I'm going to need um, more than one of you with mics to bounce back and forth between different scriptures. So just be ready for me. Uh, Romans 4 and 17 says, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. But here's one where I want to focus. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. Here's the portion right, right after this little hyphen. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into what? We don't but let it be, right? He calls into being things that were not. Say calls. Very important. Says the God who gives life to the dead and calls itabrekushaba. I feel it. Who calls into being things that were not. Glory to God. Now the King James. How does the King James read it? It says. Um, uh, that God calleth things that be not as though they were. That's what the text says. Now, to understand this concept right here, I'm excited because where I'm going, oh God, is going to bless your life. To understand this whole concept, uh, the Bible says, God called things to be what he wanted it to be. He didn't give permission to anything to be that he didn't want to be. He commanded what was to be. That's what it says in Romans 4 and 17. He called things to be. This is going to bless you in a second. Now, to see a perfect example of this, let's double back to Genesis chapter 1. I told you you're going to need your Bibles. You're going to need a device in your hand to hear what the Lord is saying. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 11. Here's what it says. It says, and God says, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth and it was so what else and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed all right hold on let's go back and god what what do you say all right and god said let come but let be 
He said, let the earth forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit yielding, and the tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. He said, let it, and it was so. What happens in the next verse? In the next verse, and it did just what he said it's supposed to do. Do you see that? It brought forth grass. That's what he asked for. Herb yielding seed after its kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after its kind. Watch this. Read it together. No, no, go back. What does it say after, after the colon? What does it say? And God saw that it was All good. All right. The Bible says, and God saw that what he commanded to be actually decided to be. And when he saw that it, 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 it beed, what he commanded it to be, he says, now the day can end. He could not, he could not end that day until he saw what he commanded to be. He commanded it to be. He let it be. Then he said, okay, next chapter. Let's move on. This this is a kind of arrogant faith. This is a kind of thinking where God has called us to be and this is a gospel that we have not been hearing. We have been conditioned to be victims to what happens in life. Father said to me, Gio, he says, preach this son and preach until you convince you, till you convince this entire church, the children, the teens, the adults of the power they have to let be and whatever they don't want to let be, they can stop it from being. Someone said, I got power in my mouth. Glory to God. I said, say it again. Say, I got power in my mouth. This here, beloved, is when you juxtapose Psalms 10 on, on Romans 14, you see them working together because God's, he calleth things to be, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> he calleth things that be not as though they already were. He calls things to be, watch this now. Let's walk. Let's walk. Uh, slow down. I'm so excited because I know where I'm going. Whew. Let's go back to Romans, uh, uh, take them again. Romans 4. Romans 4 and verse 17. And calleth those things which be not as though they were. And calleth those things which, which be, be not, not as, as though, though they, they were. were. This is so good. Now go, give me it in the NIV, I'm Vero, from the hyphen. The God who gives life to, to the, the dead. dead. And calls into being things that were not. Okay, the NIV and the King James keeps this word, call. Uh, King James says, calleth. This continued action. Uh, the NIV says calls. It's a continuous, it's a now action. Call, say call. Okay, this is big. This way I can get my shout, my first shout in. Oh, we got good time. This word call is so powerful. Watch it. There are three connotations of this word that I want you to get. Three. The first one about call is this. Call means, write this down, to say with a loud voice. Jesus. 
I need to say this to you. Listen to me carefully. Whatever it is that God has given you that is to be, if you're not prepared to say it, it will never be. Not say it in your mind, but say it out of your mouth. You have to release out of your mouth the thing that you expect to see. This principle seems so um, rudimentary, so juvenile, so beyond you, so remedial. Pastor, we got it. No, you don't because you ain't doing it. It has to come out loud out of your mouth. You must understand this is a principle. If you go by to Genesis 1 and 11, and God said, this is a principle. Romans 4 is talking about God, and it says God, even though he's God, he calleth. Not thinketh, calleth. Look across at the neighbor and ask him, what do you call it? Look at the life of Jesus and see, please tell me how much work you see him doing. When you see God, Jesus lifting this thing, pushing that car, or there no car. When do you see Jesus doing any physical action? Y'all missing me. Y'all missing me. Y'all read your Bible just like me, but I don't know. Find Jesus working. The, the, one of the few times I see him working was actually when them brothers was out there in the sea panicking because they thought he was still dead. And they was out in the sea and trying to catch fish. And they look and saw him. He's on land. He's cooking some steam fish. He, grill out. She's having a big grill out there. They're struggling in the water. Can't catch nothing. They look over there and they say, she's not. Jesus have a big grill going on. That, that's, that's the kind of work Jesus do. Jesus have barbecue. Mali Everything that you see Jesus doing is done with his mouth. So it looks like he's working, but all he's doing is talking. This is a hidden truth to the body of Christ, and so we're still taking our words lightly. We don't get down papa. We don't understand that in your mouth, listen, man, is the ability to change anything that you don't want to see. God, I'm getting a word overload. Help me, Father, not to throw all this. This thing is this, um, this thing is 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 oh, I want to throw this off of me on y'all. Uh, Mark chapter 4. Jesus says, find where he says this. Jesus says, if you don't understand this, you will not understand any parable. He says, if you don't get this parable, Mark 4, I think Mark was 13, 12, 14, 11, somewhere in that ballpark. He says, if you don't get this parable, you ain't going to get none. You'll find it yet? 13. 13. What is it? Read it for me. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable and how then will you know all parables uh, give me another version give me like the cv or the N nlt or one of them and that's so you can make it real plain then jesus said to them uh -huh. if you can't understand the meaning of this parable how will you understand all the other parables if you can't understand this you will understand none of them now 
go back to King James Marisha and say what the next verse says. The sower soweth the word. By goodness. He says, listen, this is the foundation of every other parable. The sower soweth the word. Every parable Brent is hinged on this. The sower sows the word. He don't sow money. He don't sow wives and husbands. Houses and cars, y'all mad because y'all in their house and you in their car and you in their spouse and you in their things. The sower don't do that. He sows. Shapokun de la Baha. He sows. Mother Lillian, he sows the word. That's what he deals with. And that's why he says, without faith it's impossible to please me because the only thing I've given you is my word. So if you don't believe my word, you're in trouble. You just jacked up. Because I have nothing else to give you. This is crazy. I know we say in all things we give thanks, right? <laughs> I know, understand that. But truth be told, when you get a car, which you thank God for is the word to get the car. One more time. We dance in Tracy, but the car, but really in the car is the word. One of our problems is we shout over the wrong thing. And that's why when the car breaks down or if it's a lemon, we panic because we were praising for the car and it was never supposed to be a praise about the car. The praise should have been about the word that summons the car to you. And even if the car breaks down, the word ain't going nowhere. Things fade, but the word don't. The grass withereth, the flowers, they fade. But the word of God will stand forever. Forget the things, keep the word. Glory to God, Jesus, uh, uh, in John, this thing, this river flowing, boy, John chapter 6, Jesus uh, uh, introduces for the first time cannibalism. He says to them, he says, uh, you have to eat my flesh, drink my blood. Then people say, now nah, this boy tripping. And they started to jet and Jesus turns to Peter and says, will you also go? Pete say, Peter say, where are you going? Peter says, you have the words. Jesus. Peter says, where I can go? You have the word that I need. Dancing, you're teaching good this morning. You have the word that I need for me to live my best life. I can't go nowhere else. They got things, but they ain't got word. There's a scripture that I, I save in, and I know it's going to happen. The Lord gave it to me in my prayer room. Which is the elliptical? He gave me this word, man, and I didn't put it in my notes because I said, man, I won't use it, I won't save it. But I feel it heavy in my spirit. This thing hit me so hard. This scripture always, uh, always resonated in my spirit. Never preached it before, but it always resonated. Romans chapter 7, I don't need no Bible for this. Romans 7 and verse 4. Glory to God. Romans 7 verse 4. I always love this. I notice it in the notes, uh, but it's so crazy what the book says. It says this, therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law by the body of Christ that you should be what? Married to another. So you was married to something, now you will be married to something else. Here's who you're going to be married to. To who? To him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Someone keep that. One of y'all keep that. Now the next one, go to John 1 and 1. All right? Read that. Read that. Two y'all moving. Somebody stay. Next one, move. You're going to do that one there. All right. Go to John 1 and 1. Read John 1 and 1. Read it. In the beginning was the Word, uh -huh. and the Word was with God, uh -huh. and the Word was God. Uh -huh. 
The same was in the beginning with God. Uh -huh. All things were made by him, uh -huh. and without him was uh -huh. not anything made that was made. Uh -huh. In him was life, and the life was the light of man, uh -huh. and the light shineth in the darkness, uh -huh. and the darkness comprehended it not. And so this word was who? Jesus. This word was, was, was Jesus, right? Yes. Because later down it says, and the word became what? Flesh. And dwelt among us. Yes. And we behold his glory, right? So it's talking about the son. So the word was Jesus, right? Yes. Say Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. We ain't making this up. Say it again. Say Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. Okay. R Romans, Romans um, 7 and 4. Go on to that. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, uh -huh. that ye should be married to another, even to him who, who is him. Him who is raised from the dead. Who is him? Jesus. Who is, he? who is Jesus? The word. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Read it again. Now wherefore, my brethren. Wherefore, my brethren, uh -huh. ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ. By, what is the body of Christ? Jesus. The, the, and what is Jesus? The word. All right. So read it now. Put it in there. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the word. The word means the dead to the law. What else does it do? That ye should be married to another. So you won't be married to the law no more. You can be married to somebody else. Who is this somebody else you can be married to? Even to the word. The word that was raised from the dead that we should bring forth what? Fruit unto God. If you are married to something. Y'all going to make me haul up. If you are married to something and what you are married to you bring forth fruit. I am married to her and we brought forth fruit which is her and her is me and her combined if you are married to the word and the instruction is to bring forth fruit unto that means the fruit that you bring forth should be the combination of you and the word that you spoke oh God means there's no excuse there's no scenario where the word doesn't bring forth manifestation when you're married to it because the word is not barren the word is alive it's quick it's powerful that it is oh man and so if it ain't barren and you are married to it it's gonna bring forth God, you're still here so he says he says then number one to call means to to say with a loud voice hmm. you you gonna see a turn and you gonna see it coming that's why you can't miss church what what you talking about pastor because church is one of the few places where you have permission to say with a loud voice I scare the churches that don't allow me to say with a loud voice. Because most of the times, y'all have to call by yourself. Because the people in your house can't join you in calling. There are things that you won't call with a loud voice, but when you do it, you can get no agreement. You can get annoyance and disturbance. So you thank God for the house of God because finally you are in a place, glory to God, where you could call forth what you want to call forth and rather than somebody say, you annoying me, they're going to say, amen, call it again, glory to God. There's going to be someone that's going to agree with you to help you call. Can I get, I 
got it in my notes. It's written in my notes. Can you take 39 seconds, stand to your feet, and call for what you want to call for? Where is your healing? Where is your spouse? Where is your house? Where is your... Can you call it forth? We are free to call forth in here. I call for the property. I call for the building. I call for the thousand members. I call for the healing. I call for the man. Jesus, Lord, have mercy. Oh, God. All right. Sit down. Sit down. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, cut handy, Ah. Y'all stay home if you want. I got to find somewhere I can call freely. I need a house where I can just get up and just start calling stuff. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Watch this now. Number two. Call means, glory to God, to identify by name. Hmm. Secondly, it means to identify by name. I lose in readers. I need some new readers. I'm saying I can't make it no more. I lose in readers. <laughs> the readers can't catch. I need some new readers. Glory to God. <laughs> it means to identify by name. Watch this, Yasmin. Uh, when you go back to Genesis 1 verse 11, he is very specific. He says, the earth bring forth grass, herb yielding seed, the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself. He says, your days of God bless me is over. Because you're hearing what you're hearing, that's too generic. I hear heaven saying, talk to me. Talk, talk to me. It means to speak, uh, Minister Deandra, with specificity. You know, we like that example where Jesus is at the grave of his friend and he says, Lazarus, come forth. He doesn't say, come forth. He says, Lazarus. I told him, you. Now, there are some. I did some things last night, y'all. Is this word, because this word, this word just jacked me up, boy. I started thinking, I say, you know what? The Lord spoke some things over my life. And so I started speaking with specificity. I said, God, I thank you. I thank you that my resting place of $3,000 in my account and $4,000 in my account, $6,000 in my account, and back down to $2,000, and hovering around them $1,000 and $4,000 and $6,000 and $10,000 that don't last long because good for reach. I said, Father, I thank you that those days are over. Because I, I was reading this word, I'm practicing this word now, and I tell you, I can tell you all about this. I said, Father, I bless your name, for as is.
two and three thousand dollars to me now. I'm believing you by the end of this year. So shall eighty and ninety thousand dollars be to me. Now hold on. He said to me, and I told you all this. He said to me, if y'all can remember, I said, he said that he's going to bless Denzel and Robin to be the example for the house. So this was not just some pipe dream declaration that I made last night. He spoke it over us that he will do certain things for us. See, the truth, what, what, what it is is that you don't need to sit under a covering that needs a miracle every time school fees due. Because what's on the head flows down. You don't need a head that got a joint 7A suit to find a down payment for a mortgage. You don't need a head that got to raise um, all kind of money and have cookout to send the child to school, glory to God, and having an annual cookout every year to pay school fee. Because if that's on your head, what's going to come to you is going to flow from the head. And so God says, I got to show them through y'all that I'm a good, good father who provides all things that pertain to life and godliness so that the ones that sit under the anointing that got the residue that falls from the head that they will see something and say, you know what, I can sit under that. Those people that want to sit under a broke pastor need counseling. I said it. You need to go to a real therapist, one who be in the school. You need someone that's giving medication. If you want your leader to be broke, someone, I, I heard this fellow say, say I, I don't think pastors should not be driving a Mercedes. They only need nothing more than one Corolla. I said, that's what you want? The one that leads you? Do you realize what you're doing to you? Person said the other day, said, listen, I, I have a problem. All the T.D. Jakes and Creflo Dollar and all them so rich. I got a problem with that. They shouldn't be that rich. They should be giving their money to the poor. I said, thou fool. You are an idiot. Because they were a believer. That's why I call them idiots. I don't call, I don't call unbelievers idiots. Only believers who talk foolishness, I call them idiots. You're an idiot. Because your Bible that you preach from says that it's more blessing to give than to receive. Oh, shoot. If they give their millions, all of it to the poor, they can move from millionaire status to billionaire status. What do you say then? And probably the reason why they are so blessed is as a result of all the seeds that they're sowing because it's the principle of sowing and reaping. You cannot be giving and not getting. So the more we give in our place of wealth, the more going to come to us. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CH Reeves Auditorium, 
located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.